0: What is up, my A.K.A. Padders? Welcome to another episode of A.K.A. Pad's The Film Buff Podcast, episode 576. And I, it's me, your host, Peter A. DeLuca, A.K.A. Pad. That's right, I got say my name a few times, just so it sinks in, in case you guys, well, most likely you, you found me on your feeds as a suggestion, maybe through social media. So if you're new here, let me just walk you through it. Peter A. DeLuca here. Yeah, gotta do it again. Live in Philadelphia, PA. Live in Center City, Philadelphia, PA. I work full time as an IT consultant, uh, interfacing with all things like the Philadelphia, PA, and Philly Gov. Don't blame me for those parking tickets. But in my spare time, I am a obsessive film fan, obsessive film buff, and it's my goal for this show or for this podcast, really, to do everything and discuss with you that I've everything I've seen. I want to review, discuss, and re-watch and go on a film journey with every single movie I have seen. But today, uh, we're doing uh, we're, we're swerving here. Because we're talking TV. And we're talking Smallville. Now, previously in episode 576 we're, we, we go through thematics. Like, we, we go through themes time and again. Uh, 5 Seventy-five. It was He's All That. It's a romantic comedy movie. I I went on a run. We did all romance. Uh, might be the first time ever. In, in nearly 600 episodes that I did a like, straight up romance run like that. But towards the end of that episode. When I was teasing Smallville. And this episode significant. Season 10 episode 18. Were only a few episodes from wrapping up the entire series of Smallville, but this is the first time Jamie Riaz, aka the Blue Beetle, has been featured in live action. It's a significant significant episode, knowing uh, that we have a Blue Beetle right now, same character, Same version of the character, because there's been three significant versions of Blue Beetle. But we have a box office bomb, a box office disaster, a great money loss for Warner Brothers and DC Studios with the current Blue Beetle movie. And sometimes when we get engaged with the marketing, the advertising, and the hype of anything new, it's important to uh, comb through the context and where some of these films and ideas stem from. Blue Beetle is one of them because to me, Blue Beetle is very significant because when uh, we're saying because again, sorry guys, when friends of mine saw the Blue Beetle trailer or when they were told about the Blue Beetle trailer. When they were told that Blue Beetle is coming and getting released. And Blue Beetle is connected to this and that. And it might be a go-to movie. The response always was, what is the Blue Beetle? Who is the Blue Beetle? Why are they doing the Blue Beetle? And that kind of stuck the, uh, the the hairs up on the back of my neck a little because once I started investigating it, and once I started actually thinking about this version of the Blue Beetle, and very much like the previous version, Ted Court, it just was very clear no one was into this character. And going back to 2011, the character premiered in 2007, in the historical Infinite Crisis DC Comics miniseries, The character never had traction, never had love, never connected to the audience. And usually in the terms of comic books and media and pop culture, just the way how DC Comics and Marvel Comics are integrated into corporate America. Branding, marketing, product development, you guys know it all. But the more these characters from these two big companies are integrated in corporate America... It changes the way how comic books are made and absorbed because back in the day Blue Beetle would have shot a shot and moved on and the company would have filled the publishing slot with another new character it's like we need something got to put something in there but today in Captain Marvel the Carol D- Danvers version of Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel for that matter a very good example it's a very good comparison of characters that don't connect but they continue and it's troubling because the market spoke with Blue Beetle now this episode I thought was fantastic directed by Tom Welling aka Clark Kent of Smallville I love it when TV actors uh, especially if their genres start directing their own series I just it's one of the coolest things In in my eyes, you know, like Jonathan Frakes directing Star Trek. Let Tom Welling direct the next Superman movie. That's what I say. But this episode also features Booster Gold. This episode title is Booster. Season 10, episode 18. Booster is sent from the future to meet Clark Kent to hijack the attention Clark Kent gets. To supersede Clark Kent before he becomes a full-blown Superman. Steal the hype and get everything Clark Kent and Superman had coming to them in the future. So he's just trying to hijack it. By the end of the episode, he turns. He, he sees his raw. Perfect character arc. Blue Beetle, who in the comic books is somewhat of a parallel sidekick they're each other sidekicks but they're partners blue beetle and booster gold they look great on comic book covers because one's yellow one's blue complementary colors so usually these characters are intertwined because we know it works so, you know like the market has spoke, but it's very inside comic book stuff this version of blue beetle has no business doing anything with booster gold because they're not they're not contemporaries. One's a grown man, and one's one's a boy. You know, Jamie Riaz is, is, is a teenage character. He's not even an adult. But this character is a full recommendation. So getting back to the end of 575 here. I said, you know, like I said, Smallville. We have to talk about Smallville if I'm going to really watch this episode. And we're going to get into a little bit of A.K.A. Pad Peter A. DeLuca's life here. Uh, way back, a couple girlfriends ago. First girl, like, I seriously live with. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's like storybook stuff. You know, uh, we, we met while I worked at the comic shop, in the mall, all, this, all these things. But eventually, that relationship ended. And during the time of that relationship her and i we we actually connected with smallville we we used to watch smallville all the time i would say like you know for the first four or five seasons and since that breakup you know like i never returned to smallville and i don't want to say it's for that reason i just uh i had an emotional connection with the show Uh, it was like the first time uh, you know, a woman who I viewed as uh, awesome and attractive and, and all these other things validated uh, my geekery by sitting down with me and watching Smallville, uh, something based on a comic book. Uh, you know, given the first few seasons of Smallville, it's less of the comic, but it's it's still there. So that relationship ended and therein ended my my interest in Smallville in this episode it's historic and I'm, I'm happy to document it and share it with all of you but recently uh, this has it's like i'm rediscovering smallville this is the first episode i watched in probably 20 something years if you think about that maybe 18 like probably 18 years and watching this episode, I enjoyed it so much. I thought it was so well written. So it's 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 very well done. Tom Welling, pun intended, on all angles. And I really enjoyed it. And it made me reopen my interest in the entire show. And I don't know, like, moving forward, if I'm going to maybe do Smallville episode reviews or episode drops. But I, I feel like perhaps... You know, because I've been longing to watch a TV series uh, with this podcast. And do the incremental drops or discussions. I don't know if it could be episode by episode. I I think that's a little daunting. But maybe, uh, uh, you know, like a a few episode block. But I don't know what value that would really have. Uh, We're only talking Blue Beetle right now because of the disaster That happened with the movie. And I just feel like this should be documented. Because no one's talking about the character's first live action appearance. Which is also odd. I'm happy to bring it to you. And I I watched it on Hulu. I recommend season 10 episode 18. I don't even care if you watch much of the other episodes. The girl that plays Lois in this show is amazing. Tom Welling is great. The movie has special effects. We have a full Blue Beetle armor transformation Uh, we have a booster gold design that i think is the best design for booster gold i think it's 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 a perfect update or variation of the of the shiny metallic one that we get in the comic he looks more like a metallic nascar i love it so i don't know people check this episode out Uh, don't dismiss the blue beetle movie though because we do give everything a chance on this podcast it just uh, wasn't in the cards for me to see it in theater. I know, guys, that sucks sometimes. But, hey, Rock and Roll, episode 577. We got Pete Davidson. And that's just really I've been watching a lot of Pete Davidson movies recently. Uh, we just did his voice of Mirage and Transformers Rise of the Beast. But we have from 824, Pete Davidson. Bodies, bodies, bodies. What a hook this movie has, yes, it will be a spoiler discussion. Whatever. We do spoilers here because it's, it's, it's my show. Eat it. Rock and roll, a.k.a. powders. I love you guys, and thank you for everything.